0: Holy Spirit, to love you more. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for deepening our hunger this morning, Deepen our thirst this morning, not for things and not for stuff, but for you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for creating a passion on the inside of us for you, Holy Spirit, We thank you, Holy Spirit, for the deep work that you're doing in our souls, in our spirits, in our minds, in our hearts, in our conscious, in our subconscious, in our memory faculties, in our imaginations, in our thoughts this morning. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for making Jesus a reality this morning. Now, Father, we thank you for the atmosphere has been set apart and redeemed for your work this morning. We thank you, Father, for the living God being exalted in this place this morning. We thank you for the fire of God, the spirit of God, the grace of God, the anointing of God, the power of God, the healing work of God, the supernatural work of God this morning. We thank you, Lord, for doing it on the inside of us, oh God. We thank you, Lord, God, for this atmosphere. Saturate this atmosphere. Saturate this atmosphere. Saturate this atmosphere, saturate the atmosphere, God, with your presence this morning, with your grace this morning, with your anointing, oh God. It's the anointing that shall destroy every yoke upon this, O oh God. Thank you, Lord God, that every yoke has been destroyed, oh God. We thank you, Lord God, for your will being done. Nothing more, nothing less, oh God. Thank you for showing up and showing out. Show up and show out. Show up and show out. Show up and show out this morning. And each and every person this morning, we invite you, Spirit of the Living God. We invite you. Do your hands like this. Say, we invite you, Spirit of the Living God. We invite you, Spirit of the Living God. We invite you, Spirit of the Living God. We welcome you in this place this morning. We can do nothing without you, Holy Spirit. We need you, Holy Spirit. We desire you, Holy Spirit. We crave for you, Holy Spirit. We thirst for you, Holy Spirit. We hunger for you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for your will being done. Nothing more, nothing less, but your divine will. Thank you for signs, wonders, and notable miracles this morning. Thank you, Lord God, for the apostolic grace the prophetic grace this morning we thank you lord god for your will being done in each and every person this morning oh god we thank you lord god everything is under the subject and the authority of the kingdom of god this morning we thank you lord god that not one person will leave this place the same today we thank you lord god that your will shall be done it is done it shall be done it is done it shall be done, it is done, it shall be done, it is done, it shall be done, it is done. Now, somebody say now, say now, 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 in Jesus' mighty name. Come on, give him praise. Come on, put your hands together, give
1: him praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord.
0: Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Before you have your seat, go tell someone, say, His will is done. Say, His will is done. And tell somebody, say, it's done in me today. Go tell someone, say, it's done in me today. It's done in me today. It's done in me today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we bless you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God's will is done today in me, through me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We bless you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Well, welcome into the house of the Lord this morning. Aren't you glad to be in the house of the Lord?
1: This morning,
0: hallelujah. hallelujah. Praise God that you chose to be here. You could have been someplace else, but you chose to be here to hear the heart and the mind of God this morning. Amen. Thank God for Dr. McKenzie and the men in Orlando. We pray God's will be done. Amen. Come on, let's thank God for Dr. McKenzie and the men. Amen. For the will of the Lord God being done, they will encounter God. Amen. Ladies, we encounter God. Amen. We had a great time, an awesome time. Amen. Amen. You know, God is just so good. You know how God just have a way of confirming his word? And it's just like a a, a setup, divine setup by the Spirit of the Lord God. And when you're focused on Him, then His will will be done. Amen? Because our focus is not ourselves, but we want His will to be done. I used to get so nervous when, and not that I still don't get challenged, I'm not saying that, but I used to get so nervous when I had to oversee when Dr. McKenzie was not here. But now my focus is the Holy Spirit. You know, bathing it in prayer. That's one thing I heard my husband, Dr. McKenzie, say one time. Just bathe it in prayer. bathe it in prayer. We can have our notes together. We can have our lesson together. We can have our outline together. But how many know that the Spirit of the living God can blow on the outline? He can blow on your notes. Amen? Because it's not about your notes. Amen? Because you can read your notes, your outline. But if the Spirit of God does not give life to it, then it's just an outline. Amen? No yokes were broken, no spirits were touched, no hearts were changed, nobody was ministered to, life was not received because you was not led by the Spirit of God. And we want to be led by the Spirit of God, amen? And, and, and I say that uh, the Spirit of God is just a divine setup because it's almost as if, you know, the piece, I like to say the pieces of the puzzle, that's how the Holy Spirit gave it to me one day. The pieces of the puzzle, you know, that you have the pieces, and until you put the pieces together, you cannot see the full picture, amen? But as you begin to put the pieces together, you say, oh, this go over here, this go over there, he began to connect the dots, and everything began to fall in place. And you see how, how uh, this morning went in pl- fell in place, Sunday school fell in place, um, the Word of God fell in place, uh, special music fell in place, uh, the offering fell in place. Everybody was flowing together in a spirit of unity and oneness, and you think, thank you, Holy Spirit, that I was sensitive to you. Come on, let's say, thank you, Holy Spirit. And that that last song was just so prophetic. Even though I uh, I, I didn't really look at the songs until this morning, uh, but the last song was just so prophetic. And this is where God wants to take all of us that He will begin, the Spirit of the Living God will begin to deepen our thirst and deepen our hunger. Grace me. Did you listen to the words of the song? Grace me with passion. Oh, to love you more. I want to know you, I want to embrace you. Let's have sweet communion, oh to love you more. Holy Spirit, Spirit of the living God, All oh, to love you more. When we love Him more, then He will be pleased, amen? When we love Him more, then we will realize that we're lovers and not just workers like we were talking about in our Sunday school class this morning. There would be no complaining. Uh, one person brought out. There would be no complaining because we love Him more, and we want to please Him. And there's no man on earth can take my love away from God, and nobody can pull me out of the will of God because my focus is Him. And when something comes that does not line up with where God has uh-uh, this gonna pull me on a purpose. I gotta stay focused. I gotta stay on purpose. No, no, I, I can't do that right now. That's going to pull me out of purpose. No, 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 I got faith school on Wednesday night. I can't get involved in that. No, I got s- a service on Sunday morning. I can't get involved. No, 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 I, I have my small group. I can't get involved. In that. No, 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 on Thursday, I, I have the one-to-one book at 2 o'clock, so I can't do such and such. Everything else falls in line with the, under the umbrella of my relationship with God. Your relationship with God should be the most important relationship on this earth. I remember one time Dr. McKenzie told me that if you focus on pleasing God, I will automatically be pleased. So focus on pleasing Him. And when you focus on pleasing Him, then man doesn't matter. Because God will bring the right people in your life that will understand where you're located. And they will not pull you out of purpose. Because why? My focus is God. I'm a lover of God. First of all, I'm a lover, and then I'm a worker second. Amen? But first of all, I have to love God. And my relationship with God means more than anything else. Amen? So I'm learning how to be sensitive. And when I say I, I'm speaking for all of us. We're learning how to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Amen? It's good seeing uh, Trinesia. With the uh, baby, is it Tavari? Amen. Let's thank God for Trenesia. Amen. It's been six weeks. It's been six weeks. Amen. Five. Oh, five. Amen. Amen. <laughs> it's good seeing you. Even though I haven't seen the baby yet, I saw pictures. Amen. Well, we have some uh, honeymooners in the house this morning. Amen. Amen. We have Julius and Sandra. No longer Sandra Moss, right? It's it, it. Let me ask you a question: Is it Moss Hyman? Amen. You drop Moss like I did. I dropped Shivers. Amen. Kathy L. McKenzie. Amen. I will always be, you know, have my father's name in memory, but legally it's Kathy L. McKenzie. So it's Sandra L. How is it? How you pronounce it, Hyman? Hyman. Amen. Let's thank God for them. Amen. Amen. Now, when a, when a young lady gets married, I mean, this is it's a divine setup because you know what my message is. My message this morning is keeping the fire burning. You ever heard that statement? Keeping the fire burning. And, and I, I'm already into my uh message. Oh, I'm so used to looking back there, but I'm already into my message. <laughs> Uh, But that's my subject this morning. Now, the ladies went on this encounter last week. The men are there this weekend. Come back sometime this afternoon. Now, how do we keep that going? Did you experience God last week, ladies? Let me see your hands. You experienced God, amen? You encountered God last week. And I was so grateful that, Uh, Last time I went to the encounter, Ebony was the only one that was able to go with me because of age. This time, Ebony and Ecstasy went uh, this past weekend, and I was so grateful for for that. And if we go back again, maybe next time, (laughs) my youngest will be able to go. But we're going to be doing, we're going to be having our encounters. But how do you keep the fire burning? How do you keep the fire burning, Julius and and, and Sandra? And all of this was part of my notes. And you know what else I wrote? And, and, and all of this was just flowing. You know, I'm just listening, praying, talking to the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is giving me something. I'm writing it down. Every day should be a honeymoon between me and God. Now, every day, Dr. McKenzie and I have been married going on 27 years. Every day should be like a honeymoon. Between me and God. Because why? I'm keeping the fire burning. The only way you can keep the fire burning in your relationship with God is that you understand that God loves you, you love God, and nothing is going to break up this love relationship. Not people, not things, not stuff. But has it tried to break it up? Absolutely. Will the enemy try to come in and break up the hymen's marriage? Absolutely but they have to know who they are in God. Amen? When you keep the fire burning, you focus on the one that you love. My focus should not be on any other man besides my husband when it comes to pleasing my husband. Amen? My marriage. So my focus should not be on anyone else except my man of oh God that God has blessed me with. Your focus should not be On any other God except the Lord Jesus Christ. Will other gods come in? Will the enemy try to bring other gods in your life to try and pull you out of purpose? Absolutely. Because he doesn't want you to have a real relationship with God. A life of selflessness will guarantee a lifetime of love for me. You know, when we were little girls, we... We had, um, we probably thought this way when we were younger, those of us who are older. <laughs> but when we were younger, we had this, we had in our minds uh, what kind of, you know, marriage we wanted to uh, have and, you know, sort of like they say, what they say, Cinderella storybook, uh, a storybook of, of, you know, love and it's going to be for a lifetime and I'm going to be the best wife, I'm going to be this and that and And have there been challenges, wives? Yes. I'll be the first one to say it, put two hands up and both feet if I could. Because the enemy does not want me to fulfill purpose in my marriage with my husband. Satan doesn't want you to fulfill purpose in your love relationship with the Lord. And sometimes we allow people to pull us out of relationship, our love relationship with God, Instead of me focus on the vertical relationship, making sure that this is divinely aligned, we focus on the horizontal. I got to get this right. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to make sure she's happy over here. He's happy over here. I got to please him over here and please her over there. And then we forget all about our relationship with God because if our relationship with God is divinely aligned, then this is going to automatically work. God knows how to bring everything and everyone under that umbrella of divine order. So I have to focus on keeping the fire burning. When, 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 how many, besides myself, how many had a big wedding when you got married? You had a big wedding? Anybody else? Uh, Sister Martha, you all had a big wedding. Rosie had a big wedding. Uh, Sister uh, Paula K <laughs> had a big wedding. Anybody else? We had a big wedding. We had, as a matter of fact, we had two weddings. Some of you may already know. We had two weddings. We got married here in Miami. and We got married in St. Pete because some of the people, the reason, and this was my husband's idea when he said, I said, yes, <laughs> yes, two, yes. And you know what? When it's that day, you want all the attention to be on you. Right, Sandra? When it was your day, you want all the attention to be on you. George sent me a little clip of you and uh, of Julia's dancing. And nobody else on the floor, just you and uh, Julia. And, and that's—I mean—you kind of feel embarrassed that everybody's looking at you, but it's good, you know. Just me and my husband, and all attention is on me, right? And that's the way it should be. We're the bride. Our God, our Father, God is is the bridegroom. And so, if He's the bridegroom, then we're the bride. Then we need to all, you know, be prepared. Did you just at the last minute do everything? No, you prepare. Maybe some things got done at the last minute, but you were still preparing when you knew what day you was going to get married in the month of May, but you were still preparing. And when you have a big wedding, you want all the attention on you. And it's so funny because recently my daughters and I, I was talking about uh, uh, their wedding and, and I'm going to have this color and I want this kind of gown and I want this. And I still have my gown. Anybody that's been married a while have, still have their gown, I still have my gown. It's in the closet. Uh, I don't want my girls to wear it uh, because I want them to have their own. That's To me, that's what makes it special. You know, I have, I'm not trying to force my gown on them. Amen. Uh, uh, and they probably can fit it. I don't know if I can still fit it, but it's it's still in. And guess what? I still have my pillow. I had the little because we got married on Valentine's Day. I had the little uh, pillow with the with the birds and the red and white and the rings. It's still intact, uh, and it's wrapped up in uh, uh, the little plastic that comes from the cleaners so to make sure it stays fresh looking. Amen. Uh, but when it's your day, you want all the attention on you. And so when you focus on your relationship with God. We're focused on, we are preparing ourselves for that big day. We should be living in preparation every day for him. This keeps my focus on, you know, keeping the fire burning. No man knows the, the day nor the hour, but I'm preparing because he can come as a thief in the night. And if I'm not preparing myself, then you will be just like, if you're not preparing yourself, you'll be just like, and I'm kind of getting ahead of myself, you will be just like the ten foolish virgins you had some that were wise. And the reason why they were wise, because they was preparing. They lived in preparation. Ask yourself, are you living in preparation? That it was now. Not yesterday. It's now. Preparation is made now. And and the foolish, when the bridegroom came, they wasn't prepared. Oh, give us some of your oh, No, uh uh-uh. uh the same amount of time I had. You had the same amount, you know, you could have went to the same places that I went to get my oil, but well, you decided to do something else. Something else was more important. And now that he's here, you want me to share? No, no, we're not sharing. Uh-uh. Just like in my relationship with God, my husband and I can't share a relationship with God. <laughs> he can tell me as my authority what I need to do to prepare for the bridegroom, but I can't Share, and when we stand before God, it's not going to be He and I, it's going to be me. And then it's going to be Him. So, what do you do, Kathy, to prepare yourself for the bridegroom? How are you a wise virgin? And we get all excited. We were so excited last week at that encounter. Oh, I'm God's favorite. I'm armed and dangerous. Hallelujah. I know who I am. I'm royalty. I'm God's princess. Well, how are you going to keep the fire burning? How you gonna keep the fire burning? And we talked about being a, a lover this morning or a worker. And someone said, "I, said, I appreciate your honesty, uh, Sister Letitia, uh, and uh, Sister Donna. You know, I have to, you know, I, I you know, uh, juggle. Am I a lover today or am I a worker? You know what? In my, I've been going on 27 years. I don't wake up and say, okay, am I still married today?'" Uh, I know he's in Orlando, but is he coming back? this is my wedding ring, you know, but am I still married? Did you say that this morning, Sandra? Uh, He was right there with you, right? Uh, I know, I mean, here's an extra pillar. He's not there, but I I know I'm still married. So I don't have to wonder that. Am I still saved? Amen? Am I still a lover? Am Am I a worker? Am I a worker? We need that passion, just like we said here in this song, the passion keep the fire burning. How do you keep the fire burning? A life of selflessness or selfishness, a life of selfishness will guarantee you a divorce. You know why? Because you're selfish. You're thinking about me, myself, and I. You want to satisfy, I. I want to be satisfied. I want to satisfy and please me. But if Sandra understands that she is the meet to Julius and not Julius trying to conform Julius to her image, but as she help him be the man of God that God has called him to be, then God can bless the union. As he gets the heart and the mind of God concerning the marriage, concerning Sandra having a vision for the Hyman uh, household, then God can bless the union. Amen. Keep the fire burning. How do I stir myself up? You know, Scripture says in First Samuel, Be stir yourself, stir yourself up. How do you stir yourself up? How do you keep yourself in love with the Lord? You know, when we went to the encounter last week, and I'm sure Sister uh, Taylor can attest, and, and Sister Debbie, the very first speaker was the one that was overseeing the encounter the last time we were there, still on fire for God. But God elevated, does a promotion, Alex, that was the first speaker that Friday night, because she's no longer overseeing it. Now, Jerry, the speaker that Saturday, she's the one that's overseeing it. So there's an elevation, there's a promotion. But she's still there. And the fire's still burning. So as a wife, what do I do to keep the fire burning in my relationship with my husband? How do I get the heart and the mind of God concerning my husband? Well, I, I got the, I have to know what pleases him. I have to focus on what pleases him. I have to focus on what he likes and his dislikes. I have to focus on what makes him, uh, what, what stirs him up, what turns him on, what, what motivates him, what moves him. I have to find out what, where he likes to spend his time, where, how he likes to fellowship, what he likes to do when he's alone. I, I have to focus on pleasing him. And the only way I can focus on pleasing him horizontal is to focus on pleasing him first amen and then god would give me his heart and his mind concerning keeping the fire burning in the relationship amen turn if you will to revelations the second chapter now the lord gave me illustration i'm gonna have such a G-G-G to come out with my bag in a few moments but turn if you will to revelations the second chapter And verse 3, Amplified Version, says, I know you are enduring patiently and are bearing up for my name's sake, and you have not fainted or become exhausted or grown weary. But I have this one charge to make against you, that you have left abandoned the love that you had at first. You have deserted me, your first love. So some people may be listening this morning and maybe God is speaking to you that you have left your first love. The only way you can return or keep the fire burning in the relationship is you first of all have to return to your first love, which is God. Falling in love with him all over again. David said he gets sweeter as the honeycomb, as the days go by. Oh, what a love between my Lord and I. I love him. This is the reason why these ladies were so excited and they were able to give of themselves on last week because they keep the fire burning in their relationship with God. And you can hear some of the testimonies. These ladies gave us themselves. They were transparent. They didn't sugarcoat it. They gave us their testimony. Uh, a couple of them said how they were pushing the buttons with their husband, trying to make them give up on God. And the husband did nothing but pray for them. You have a responsibility to keep the fire burning. I can't look at anybody else. I have to look at myself and ask God to give me wisdom. Show me how, God. Holy Spirit, you know it. You you know my husband. You know his makeup. So show me how to keep the fire burning. Show me how to keep the fire burning in my relationship because the first relationship we're talking about is your relationship with God. Show me how to keep this fa- this passion. Show me how to rekindle this passion. If you don't have it, then create in me uh uh, uh deepen my hunger, deepen my thirst, my craving for you, God. Not for things, not for stuff. I'm going to read that from the Message Bible. It says, Hallelujah. I don't know if you all have it in the Message Bible. But it says, Hallelujah, the Master reigns, our God, the sovereign, strong God. Let us celebrate. Let us rejoice. Let us give him the glory. The marriage of the Lamb has come. His wife has made herself ready. Ready. His wife, who is his wife? We are. And we're making ourselves ready. She was given a bridal gown of bright and shining linen. She's made herself ready. Nothing happens. Here's something else. Nothing happens at the wedding unless the bride and the groom has agreed to it. And we're going to be back and forth, you know, talking about our relationship, marriage to the groom, to the bridegroom, and the natural marriage. Nothing happens at the wedding um, unless the bride and the groom, and most of the uh, ideas and thoughts come from the natural, the earthly wedding, from the bride. Now, although her and the husband, the groom, get together and they, they share ideas and, 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 you know, get together and say what's going to happen, we like this, we don't like that, but mostly, for the most part, most of the ideas come from the bride. Would you agree? The bride comes up with the, with the colors. The bride comes up with, and I just kind of wrote down some things, the bride comes up with the bridesmaids, who's going to be the bridesmaids. Uh, my girls was just talking about this recently, and I was thinking, you know what, well, y'all, Like y'all get married next week. But then the Holy Spirit, That who said that? And that's what the Holy Spirit so, showed me in that preparation. And not only that, the Holy Spirit was showing me they have an example before them. And the same way God has blessed their parents' marriage, they want the same thing. They're already thinking about names. Oh, Mommy, what do you think about this name? It means such and such such. They're already talking about, you know, when they have their children. I mean, preparation. It's already in the making. And I believe the Spirit of God is the one that begins to deal with their heart like that. Not themselves, the Spirit of God begin to talk to them about that, and then they begin to share some ideas with my with my husband and myself. Amen. So for the most part, the bride comes up with all these different ideas. We, we you know, we get excited about you know what the what the uh, the ladies at the encounter last week experienced, and look at them. Don't you think God want to do the same thing in us? He wants us to have that same zeal, that same tenacity, that same fire. He wants us to love God the same way those ladies love God. Not just talking about what he did at the encounter in Orlando, but what God is doing in me. Amen? What God has done in me. How many souls came to the Lord through me, who I laid hands on the Spirit of God, rehealed them and delivered them and set them free. Amen? Through me. So I'm keeping the fire burning. The zeal is there, and the Spirit of God is stirring it up on the inside of me. Tell your neighbor, he wants to do it through you. Say, will you let him? Uh, Gigi, bring my things. Uh, and this is how we, we, we try to, we bring things and stuff to try and fill up that void. And this is why people get bored. I'm sure you've heard testimonies of people that say, I fell out of love. Anybody ever, how do you fall out of love? And people get bored in their relationship because why? They don't understand why they was created, who they was created for. And this can't work. This can't work if this is not working. So you can try and camouflage it. And put this on it, and put makeup on it, and dress it up, and fix it up, and decorate it all you want. All you have is a decorated piece of mess, because it will not work unless this is working. Amen. We have to be like the 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 ten wise virgins. Amen. They made themselves ready. they did at the end of the day. Now, we had a um a coordinator for our wedding. We had a coordinator for our wedding, but at the end of the day, it was still up to me. No, I don't want that- oh yes, I want that. so you have a say so What's happening in your life? You have a say so You have a say-so. Tell your neighbor, you have a say-so. What's going on in your life is nobody's fault but yours. And you have to stop blaming somebody else. What's happening in my marriage with my husband is my fault. And God may be speaking to him saying it's your fault. You can't blame somebody else. You can't look at somebody else and try to, you know, put the blame on them. You have to take ownership and be responsible for where you are in your relationship with God we made a decision to go to the encounter. Amen? Maybe somebody didn't have an opportunity to go next week or last week. But there will be other encounters. Amen? And we pray that the Spirit of God will open it up for others to join in so they can encounter God. It wasn't about a vacation. It was about encountering God. And God wants you and I to encounter Him when? Every day. Every day. Every day you and I, can encounter God. Now, Raquel wasn't old enough to go, but she can still have an encounter with God. Amen. How do you, 12? 13. She can still have an encounter with God. How do you, uh, Natalie? 14. She can still have an encounter with God. Who else? How does Michaela? She can have an encounter with God. Amen. It's because of her parents. Amen. And so, God wants us to encounter him every day he He's just waiting on us, just like the groom when Sandra came walking down that aisle. I'm sure Julius was smiling. He's not smiling now, but I'm sure he was smiling.
1: <laughs>
0: there she is, my bride I've been waiting on. Amen. We can have that honeymoon with God every day. And we would, and then you won't say my relationship with God is boring. Oh, why is it boring? What are you doing to keep the fire burning? See, that's why people say that. And then they, you know, uh, I didn't get anything. Uh, God didn't speak to me because you didn't open yourself up for Him to speak to you. God, Jesus said, my Father is always talking, but are you listening? Sometimes things and stuff take up the space. And then you can't hear him, so you got to turn down the music, got to turn off the TV, put that magazine down, put that book down. I remember I was going to the gym one day. I'm coming, Gigi. I remember I was going to, to the gym one day, in the Spirit of God, and I always had my magazine just going, you know, I'm, I'm listening, and then looking at my magazine, nothing wrong with that. But the Spirit of God just began to deal with me and said, why well, you always have to listen, uh, read a magazine? Why don't you pull out your uh, iPad, your Kindle, and, and look at that particular book, you know, or uh, read your Bible, you know, while you're on the uh, trip. Some people can't read while they're doing cardio. But reading doesn't bother me, I, as a matter of fact, I had an older gentleman that asked me one day, he said, how do you do it? I said, do what? I, said, do what? I thought he was talking about the machine. And I said, do what? He said, read. I said, oh, it's easy. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I've grown accustomed to doing it, so I'm so used to doing it, I don't even realize I'm doing it. Uh, but you are responsible for you, your growth in God. As a wife, I'm responsible for me. As I submit and listen to my authority, then I'm responsible for obeying so I can grow and be the woman of God that God has called me to be. Keep the fire burning. What am I doing to keep the fire burning? So I would never say, oh, my relationship with God is boring. Next year this time I should not be where I'm located now, but I should have grown. Amen. You should be growing. Amen. Growth doesn't stop with one word. Amen. But if you continue to grow as you do the word and obey the word. But this is what we do. We try to we try to camouflage it. Here, here we go. We want to take this water. Come over here. We want to take this water and we want to put all kinds of stuff in it. Now this vessel, this this uh this this uh word I'm sorry, this bottle okay, this kinda came out a little. But this bottle We're the vessel, right? And and the Holy Spirit just expounded on one of the illustrations the uh, young lady gave. I say uh, Michelle number two, she sounded just like Sister Michelle. I said, Oh my goodness, that sounds just like Michelle <laughs> Um, but we're the vessel, right? And what's in here, this pure water represents food, The Holy Spirit, right? And so, but what we try to do, we try to put all kinds of stuff in here. Now, this is kitchen bouquet. Anybody ever heard of this? And when I put, if I put this in here, it's going to what? Make it brown. It's going to change, it's going to change into another color. Or, I used some of this on yesterday. So, you know what? Sunday
1: dinner
0: is. <laughs> or at least a little bit of it, right? Then we have this. Here's some uh Diet Snapple Singles to Go, which I put this in here. And this is peach, so if I put this in here it's gonna make it what, a little brown, you think, right? Here's some red food coloring that came out of the bag already. But what am I showing you? Anything I put in here will do what to it? contaminated it's not going to be pure anymore right anything that I put in here that doesn't represent keeping it pure will contaminate it and that's how you do with this vessel where the Holy Spirit lives we try to fill it with stuff and things here's something else we do we 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 taste stuff that doesn't belong to us. You think I could fit that? <laughs> I got this out of Edna's closet. She forgot to take it with her. But it kind of looked like it could fit her, huh? She's so small, her money. Um Or it's just a robin. <laughs> uh, but I, I try to fit this. It, it doesn't belong to me. Remember remember, Saul? Was it Saul that gave David his his armor? And then he, tried, he told him to go out and fight the battle. Could he he he, he couldn't defeat he couldn't defeat nobody with that, 'cause that wasn't his. Is this for me? No. Okay, that's that's something else we do. And then we try to you think this my size? Is that like my size, Nathan? We, so we, we try to put somebody say, "Why well, she brought a shoe?" I'm just showing. Sure. I just want to illustrate how we try to take things and stuff and fill it with with what God put on this vessel that only, only the Holy Spirit can satisfy. Then we take, here's something else we try to take. These are not my glasses, but I'm going to try to read with them. I can't see Dang, oh my goodness. But so these are not mine. I'm just showing you how we try to put stuff on that doesn't represent Who God made us to be. And we try to camouflage it and we try to dress it up and fix it up. Thank you, Gigi. Fix it up with things and stuff, and it's not going to satisfy because only the Holy Spirit can satisfy. Amen? So you have to keep the fire burning in your relationship. The evidence what's the evidence of you being in love? What's the evidence of you being in love with the Lord? Last week we mentioned how these ladies, when we went to Orlando, how they were transparent. Could you say they were in love with God? Could you see that demonstrated? They were so in love, they shared their heart, they demonstrated their heart, they gave of themselves. Uh, Sister Brenda sent me something that was beautiful, how she had some questions and how the Holy Spirit answered these questions while she was there uh, in her heart, while she was at the encounter, how the Holy Spirit did that, because she opened herself up for the Holy Spirit, and he answered these questions. So these ladies demonstrated evidence of being in love. What's the evidence when a person comes off their honeymoon? Sandra and uh, Julie are just perfect. When they come up, when a person comes off their honeymoon, what's the evidence of, of them having a good time? I mean, they come back, they're smiling, and, uh, I mean, you just see it all upon them. And, you know, they, they I mean, they're ready to, they on cloud nine. They're ready to take on the world because they're they in love. Another thing that demonstrated at the encounter last week was these ladies were accountable they were accountable, and the reason why, they were able to be transparent because they were accountable. Are you accountable? And they talked about that last week, of being accountable to to uh, their small groups, being accountable to their pastor. You can see it, or else they would, not, they would not have been up there sharing with us the word of God if they were not accountable. Amen? Let's turn, if you will, to Acts, the 20th chapter. And verse 32, we're talking about keeping the fire burning in your relationship. Romans, the 12th chapter, talks about being transformed by the renewing of our minds. Our mind is renewed by the word of God. If I don't renew my mind concerning that I'm no longer single, but I'm married now, so i can't do what i used to do when before i married my husband so i have to renew my mind that makes sense uh sandra has to renew her mind uh in same way with julius but sandra has to renew her mind i'm no longer single so when i get my check i'm used to just spending it taking out my tazma offering, and spending it now i have to acknowledge my authority Okay, now we have, I don't know how you do it, but I'm just saying, for example, we blend everything together, and and so this is what we're going to, I'm going to submit to his authority to hear what we're going to take care of first. So I had to be transformed, or Sandra has to be transformed by the renewing of her mind concerning being single is no longer one, but now it's two. When I go to the store, I no longer just buy for one, but I buy for two, so it's the same way in your relationship with the Lord, I gave my life to the Lord, so I can't do, I don't belong to myself, according to 1 Corinthians 6 chapter there, uh, I think it's verse 19 or 20, I don't belong to myself, so I can't do what I want to do. With me. Amen. I can't just watch whatever I want to watch on TV because certain things is not uh, applicable for me to watch because it's not, you know, it's going to contaminate. I don't want to contaminate my spirit. I'm just sharing something with one of my uh, daughters concerning watching something on YouTube. You don't want to open yourself up to watch something just because somebody said something. You can't be looking at everything. And although they knew that, they were just inquisitive about something someone had said. I said, no, you can't do that. You can't listen to it. You watch everything. So you have to do, be the same way. You, These eyes belong to God. These ears belong to God. So I can't just sit down and watch it just say because it's a good movie. And, and it's just TV. It's not just TV. You are getting the vision of that writer of that show. And I think it was uh in that, talked about scandal, and how many people watch scandal, and the reason why they watch it because they like a scandal, or they like drama, or they like whatever. So we have to be mindful. you That's between you and the Lord. But you allow God to speak to you that I belong to God. And let me ask the Holy Spirit, do you want me to watch this today? And if he say no, then I change the uh, station. Amen? Bottom line. It's not a hard thing. Oh, I just couldn't pull myself away from it. It was so good. Yes, you could. You just made a decision to watch it. Or we go to the movies and pay our money for things and shows or movies that we know we shouldn't be uh, uh, watching. Same thing. But this time, the difference was we went out of our house and paid our money. To watch it, so you don 't belong to you, you so you can't do what you want to do i don't belong to me i 'm married now, so I got to have a married wife I have to have a wife perspective concerning my home. Amen, when I go home, make sure that everything is taken care of concerning my man of God, amen, because now i 'm married i 'm not by myself any longer. I remember I was just sharing this with the girls recently, and I remember we first got married when I really, God had to really help me renew my mind uh, when I went to St. Pete, because when I went to St. Pete when my uh, parents was alive, I mean, I was so happy to see my parents, uh, and I think I kind of forgot I was married. And so my mom would cook food, and sometimes my husband would say, let me talk to you. And we were in the back room, and and he said, "Uh, what am I going to eat? Oh, oh, my goodness, I forgot. I'm sorry, sweetie. I'll go to the store right now. But he shouldn't have had to say that to me. I should have remembered, my husband don't eat meat. Let me buy him something, what he eats, and go to my parents' house and fix it. He should not have had to remind me. It's the same thing with you and your relationship with God. Amen. You have, who is your helper? The Holy Spirit. And he's there to do what? Help us. And he will help us. He will teach us. He will guide us. He will direct us. But if we don't turn to him within, Holy Spirit, help me. Because I don't know how to do it. I had to call on the Holy Spirit, help me to cook. Help me, Holy Spirit, because my husband don't eat me. chicken or turkey. Okay, but just fish. Okay, so what else could I fix besides Something simple. Let me see. I'm trying to think of something else. I mean, I had to come be- become creative. But who taught me how to be creative in my cooking? The Holy Spirit. Now, I mean, my husband loved my cooking. I cooked lasagna with the, the meat, the grillers that he eat. I cooked spaghetti with it. I even learned how to make a, like you call a meatloaf, a grilla loaf. Amen? And he loves it. Amen? And so I've I, I become creative. Who helped me to become creative? The Holy Spirit. Now, Sandra may be used to cooking with all different types of spices and and then she married Julian. He said, I don't like all that. Well, it's bland. Without it, you need something. And he can look at her and say, I don't need nothing. (laughs) So she has to adjust to how what he wants. Amen? Well, my daddy used to like it. No, no, no. You married to me now. Not your daddy. Amen. So the Holy Spirit, he will help us. Somebody say the Holy Spirit will help us. I called on my mom I don't know how many times. Mama showed how to how to cook collard greens, Mom, I don't know how to cook collard greens. Mom, how you make the dressing? I don't know how to make dressing. How do you do the macaroni and cheese? I I I got part of it, but I don't know how to make it all the way. How do you do rice, Mama? I don't know so and so I mean I called on my mom all the time until God perfected that in me to my husband's satisfaction. Amen? My mom kind of gave me the steps, but then once I doctored it up and spiced it up and sweetened it up, it was just to my husband's liking. Amen? So you do the same thing in your relationship with God. Holy Spirit, you want me to wear purple today? Holy Spirit, should I wear these shoes? Holy Spirit, um, should I wear this bracelet? And when you're constantly communing with him, he would just automatically put things in your spirit. And you wake up and say, you know what, I just, you know, I want to wear purple today. I don't know, it's just in my spirit this morning. That was the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And then you come out and say, well, I like it. I don't purpose. You know, this has happened many times with the girls and I. Oh, I didn't know y'all was going to wear black today. Lord, that's what I'm wearing. I didn't know you were wear brown today. That's what I'm wearing, the Holy Spirit. Because we're constantly communing and talking to the Holy Spirit. So now that God has blessed us to go to the encounter, now you know what we're responsible for doing? Giving back. That's exactly what those ladies did last week. The men, when they come back, they're going to do what? Give back. Who did you bless? Who have you blessed thus far with what God deposited in your spirit? Are you walking around just holding it all for yourself? They should have went. I went. No. God wants you to what? Give out. What they deposited in you is for somebody else. It's not for you. If that was the case, then we would have been looking at the walls on last week because those ladies would have thought the same thing. Why are they here? I mean, it was hard getting where I am, you know. No, no, no. It's not about you. It's about the king and the kingdom of God. So who can I bless with the word of God? So Acts, the 20th chapter, is about you giving back. So And when you give back, you're demonstrating that I am a lover of God and not just a worker. Because a lover of God is not what? Selfish. A lover of God wants to give back everything that's been deposited on the inside of her uh in in him and it's the same way When you're a lover and you're married to your spouse, you want to please your spouse. You want to give back to your spouse. How can I now, let me see, my husband will be back today from Orlando. Let me see, Holy Spirit, what what should I cook for Sunday? Should I go out? Should we buy something? Because, you know, I'm going to be ministering Sunday school and ministering the Word of God. So should I buy something so I don't have to cook or should I cook something, Holy Spirit? What should I do? And then the Holy Spirit leads me what to do. And then I follow his leading, and guess what? It falls right in line with what he wants. And then he says, cook X, Y, Z, and he'll like that. And then when he comes home, he says, wow, this is good. You don't have to worry about stopping at uh, Earl of Sandwich and getting one of those delicious sandwiches. <laughs> but he can come right on home, amen, on the turnpike and, and get his delicious food uh, at the McKinsey's residence today. Amen. Because why? His wife had forethought. Not when I went to St. Peter and forgot, (laughs) but I have forethought and taking care of him. You have forethought. And where did that come from? The Holy Spirit. And that's always been... In communion and fellowship with the Holy Spirit, and He gives you His heart and He gives you His mind. So Acts the twentieth chapter in verse 32 says, and I'm gonna read this from the Amplified Version, and we're gonna read all the way through verse 35. It says, And now, brethren, I commit you to God. I deposit you in his charge, entrusting you to his protection and care. And I commend you to the word of grace. I commend you to what? The word of grace. That's number one to the commands and counsels and promises of his unmerited favor. It is able to build you up. What would build you up? The word of grace. It is able to build you up and give you your rightful inheritance. Your rightful what? inheritance the blessings of inheritance that's number two this is what god has blessed us with among all God set apart ones those consecrated purified and transformed of soul verse 33 i coveted no man's silver or gold or costly garments i was content in other words this is what paul is saying i was content You know, I've learned, remember the scripture says, he learned in all things to be content. You learn how to be content in your relationship with God. I don't have to covet nobody else's marriage and look at nobody else's marriage. I mean, they are an example before me. But I keep my focus on God, and then God shows me how to minister unto the man of God. Amen? Verse 34, it says, You yourself know personally that these hands minister to my own needs. They did what? Minister to my own needs and those of the persons who were with me. In other words, the blessing of employment. You know, we worked. Verse 35, it says, In everything, and this is the part I want you to focus on, uh, the latter part of this scripture. It says, In everything I have pointed out to you by example. He pointed it out how? By example. That by working diligently, working how? How? Diligently, in other words, committed and loyal, working diligently because I'm a lover, not just a worker, but working diligently in this manner, we ought to assist the weak, being mindful of the words of the Lord Jesus. Being mindful of what? The words of the Lord Jesus. Whose words? The Lord Jesus. How he himself, who said it? He himself said, it is more blessed, makes one happier, and more to be envied, to give, than to receive. And who said this? The Lord Jesus. That it's more blessed for you to give than to receive. So it's more blessed for me to give out than for me to receive. Remember uh, Luke six thirty-eight: Give, and if what shall be given unto you? But it's not given unto me until I do what? Give. So I have to be the first to give, and then it's given unto me. So it's more blessed. This is what Jesus said. Remember, he says, remember the words of the Lord Jesus that it's more blessed to give. Now, God have us in the vein of discipleship. And as I go out trusting the Holy Spirit, because I'm a lover, not a worker, But as I go out trusting the Holy Spirit in society, on my job, at the mall, at the restaurant, wherever I go, I'm trusting the Holy Spirit to lead me into a daily encounter with him first and then with somebody else. Because I encounter him, when I go to the gym, my focus is him. Then he says to me, you see that lady over there with the brown purse? I want you to minister to her today. Okay, Holy Spirit, when is the right time? Should I go over there now? I I, I just had that, uh, this occurred to me recently. The Lord gave me a word for someone, but it was maybe a week or two later that I went to the person. Her name is Andrea, and I went to the person to minister the word to her, and she said, oh, I, I'm not interested in that. I, I don't. Uh, I just want to focus on my, uh, my workout. I said, oh, well, I can speak to you a little bit later if that's okay. With you. Oh, no, 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 because mm, I'm going to be ready to go. I said, okay, then, Andrea, you have a blessed day. I'm going to pray for you, okay? Okay. And so now when I see her, hi, Andrea, how you doing? Because you know what the devil would say? Don't speak to her. She didn't even want to listen to what you had to say. No? Mm-hmm. Hi, Andrea, how you doing? God bless you, Andrea, how you doing? How's your day going? Getting that workout in? Because that's what she just said she want to focus on. Getting that workout in? Amen. But well, guess what? I'm still praying for her because she needs to know the Lord Jesus Christ as her Lord and Savior. Amen? And she missed that opportunity that day. But well, God can give her another opportunity, amen? Not about me anyway. So I, I wasn't upset, but guess what? Right after she rejected, here's another person that I ministered to, a gentleman. Uh, his, I even forgot his name, but he always speaks to me. And I'm like, oh, what is his name? And this particular day, that same day, not even 20 minutes later, he came up to me. And he said, guess what? Remember that time you you gave me the word? And I don't even remember what was said to him. And I said, yes. And um, he said, um, that has really blessed me and encouraged me. He said, you know, I started by going to church. I said, you did? I said, praise God. And guess when I ministered to him last year? I, to, I "I used to write it on my phone when the Lord gave me a word for someone. I would put it on my phone because I wanted to keep tally and, you know, a count of how many times the Lord gave me a word. And so at the end of the year I could write it. down." the, the Holy Spirit just blew on that. I didn't even remember in December to count. <laughs> but he, he, he came and gave me that. And then... I was sharing it with my daughters. Both of them were with me at the gym that day. And I said, you see how the Holy Spirit wanted to encourage me? Because the enemy wanted me to get upset because the young lady rejected. But then here, not even ten minutes later, here comes Dave to encourage me to say, remember that word that you gave me? Well, no, not really. But praise God, you remember. It encouraged him. Amen? And now he's doing something about it. So that's what happens when you're in communion with the Holy Spirit. Every day, he he's talking to you. How do you think you're going to keep the honeymoon going on and sweet? I mean, you could be married for five years. we still on our honeymoon. Y'all look like y'all just got married. How do you think people still look like that? Because they demonstrate they love one another. They demonstrate they care about one another. They demonstrate that they're concerned about one another, and they're not selfish. They're selfless. And therefore, the Spirit of God is all. And you think, I mean, after 27 years, what what more can come out of the relationship? After what is it, 50 years with Mama over here? What more can come out of the relationship? Mama, don't hear me. But after 50 years, is it 50 years, Mom, that you all been married? 52. So after 52 years of marriage, what more can come out of the relationship? Only the Holy Spirit knows. Isn't that awesome? Only the Holy Spirit knows, cause He's the one that's gonna help you keep the fire burning. Did I have an hour on here? Was that an hour? Oh, oh, 45 minutes. Thank you. But only the Holy Spirit. So I'm always turning to Him. Let me let me share something with you. I got two seconds. Okay, well,
1: <laughs>
0: let me just let me just run through this really quick. When we trust the Holy Spirit, see, because you're trusting Him to help you keep the fire burning. I can't look at my husband and say, "Well, you know, you're the man of God. You're the, you're the leader. You're the shepherd. You're the pastor. Uh, I'm submitted under you, so you show me how to keep the fire." I mean, you. I'm trusting you. No, no, no. I gotta have my own relationship with the Lord. Amen. Same way with you. You have to have your own relationship with the Lord and the Holy Spirit. So, therefore, when we have our encounter, we're able to give the ladies life. We're able to give the men life and not just a testimony but a life experience of what God has done in our lives. Amen? So the Holy Spirit is our teacher. Write that down. The Holy Spirit is our teacher. And that's based on John fourteen twenty six. And St. John 16, 13. Jesus explained that the Holy Spirit will teach us all things. How many things? All things. So the Holy Spirit will teach you and I how to keep the fire burning in our relationship, in our marriage, and in our marriage with Him. The Holy Spirit will help me be a wise virgin and not one of the foolish virgins. A wise virgin is prepared. The foolish virgin was not prepared. So I live as if the spirit of God, that the Father is coming back today. I live like that, so I'm always prepared. Remember when we? I remember when I, uh, when my husband and I got engaged. The Holy Spirit was bring just bringing this back up to me. And when we got engaged, boy, I was so excited. Uh, and, and when we would come here to visit, because this was, we we got engaged, but I was in uh, uh, St. Pete. Uh, and so when we would come to visit, I would come and visit with two of my friends. Boy, I couldn't eat, because I knew I was coming to see him. Boy, I, my, I mean, you know, how you say you have the butterflies in your stomach, and and they were stopping me. I don't want nothing to eat, because, boy, I'm going to see my, my man. So I do want... I mean, I wanna, I, I don't want nothing. I mean, that, that fish sandwich might put on an extra pound. I want him to just see me the way I am. That was my mindset. Now, if I can do that for an earthly man, what can I do for my heavenly Father? Because I love him. He may come today. Oh, thank you, Lord. I love you, God. I want to please you, God. I want to obey you. I love you, God. I thank you, Lord, God. I bless your name, God. I love you. I adore you, God. I worship you, oh, God. I praise you, God. I'm keeping the fire burning in my relationship. So the Holy Spirit, he's our teacher. Okay, the Holy Spirit is our guide. That's based on St. John 16, 12, and 13. The Spirit of God will guide us into all truth. How many truths? All truths. The Holy Spirit is our helper. He helps our infirmities. Romans 8, 26, and 27. He empowers us to put to death the deeds of our flesh. Romans 8, 13. He pours the love of God in our hearts when we need it the most, Romans 5 and 5. He conforms us to the image of Christ Jesus by making Jesus a reality, 2 Corinthians 3 and 18. So we have to cultivate daily fellowship with the Holy Spirit. And this is how you do it. You grow in your hunger and your thirst for the Holy Spirit. You know how we hunger and crave other things? Do we hunger and crave our relationship with the Lord? We develop sensitivity to the Holy Spirit. No, I don't I don't sense that right now. You know, how you pray and then you just wait, and then the Holy Spirit leads you. Uh anybody ever woke up with a when you woke up, you woke, uh, you had a song in your spirit? It's like your spirit man was singing to the Holy Spirit. Or there have been times I went to sleep at night and, and woke up, and the Holy Spirit quickened my spirit that I forgot to take care of something at the office. You know, I uh, was talking to George one day, and um, and I said, George, write things down. This is what I do. I, I My flesh, I can't remember nothing. You understand? Nothing. But when I write things down, the Holy Spirit quickens my spirit. And so writing it down helps you. Because remember, we're getting younger. I like to do that. (laughs) You notice, right? What's that, the 18th time today? So the Holy Spirit would quicken things back to your remembrance. I remember one day we was in the office, and Dr. McKenzie came in the office. He had to go to a meeting, so he came by, stopped by, said, George, I need to make copies of this and blah, 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 and take care of this. So George, Dr. McKenzie went in his office, uh, and and, uh, George was making the copies, and George came out and said, and what did he say? I said, George, did you write it down? What did I tell you? <laughs> write it down. So you know what I do? Team. George, go write it down. I'm going right now, Prophets. Sometime I'll call him. George, did you write it down? Write it down, George. Teamwork. That's not to make him look bad or uh, whatever. It's teamwork. And you know what he's gonna do? He's gonna go home and be a better husband to his wife. She gonna say, "Ooh, I thank God you worked down there." <laughs> It's it's to help you and I be a better woman of God and better man of God for the kingdom of God. Amen. So we cultivate fellowship with the Holy Spirit through conversation. How many of you talk to the Holy Spirit? How many of you have daily conversations with the Holy Spirit? Just like I talk to my husband every day, then you and I should talk to the Holy Spirit every day. All day, 24-7. I'm always talking to them. I'm driving down the street. They probably say, oh, my goodness, she's crazy. She always talks. Look at her. she's always talking. And I don't even see one of those earpieces in her ear either because I'm talking to the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit, he helps us. So you build conversation with him. You grow in daily fellowship with him as you read the word of God and obey the word of God. Ephesians 1 and 17. You discipline yourself for daily quiet time of meditating on the Word of God. We just have a few more. You build intimacy with the Holy Spirit through prayer. How many of you have times throughout the day that this is your quiet time, just you and God? I have quiet time away from my husband. My husband has quiet time away from me. There have been times I went in my daughter's room and they were in there praying. They have learned that they need to cultivate prayer time. Amen? They're of age. They're of accountability. Raquel is of age. She should have quiet time when she's praying unto the Lord. Natalie should have quiet time when she's praying unto the Lord. We need to teach our children. We set the pace and example. I I shouldn't tell them, go pray, but when was the last time you prayed? I mean, not that they're going to say that, but when was the last time I prayed? When was the last time they saw that demonstrated before them? I'm telling them to pray, but I don't pray. I'm telling them to talk to the Lord, to the Holy Spirit, but I don't talk to the Holy Spirit. And a lot of times you hear me say, thank you, Holy Spirit. I say, oh, my goodness, what was that going to do? Thank you, Holy Spirit. I'm so used to saying it. It's in my, it's a part of me now, building that relationship with the Holy Spirit. So my relationship with the Holy Spirit will never get boring. Amen. Anybody say, I'm bored in my Christian walk with Christ, because you don't have a real relationship with the Holy Spirit. He's not boring. Has a ring to it. Tell your neighbor, he's not boring. Say, there's nothing about him that's boring. Amen? Amen? Increase your friendship with the Holy Spirit through your passion for more of him. You know how we sing that song by Israel Holton? I am a friend of God. He knows my name. Yeah, he knows my name. Do you know his name? He's your comforter. He's your healer. He's your helper. He's your strengthener. He's your standby. He's your advocate. Do you know his name? He knows your name, but do you know his name? And he wants to be all of that in your life. But that comes through me cultivating, just like a a plant. You only prosper where you are planted. If this was a real plant, then this would be so beautiful because it's been watered over and over and over and over again. And now I have to take it out and repot it because it's grown so big for this pot. So now it has to be elevated. It's been promoted. Hallelujah. Because it's grown so beautiful. It's hanging over. Oh, my goodness, look at all the colors on here. I mean, it is beautiful. You pull up the roots, and they look so beautiful. This plant has prospered where it was planted. Wow. And it's the same way in your relationship with the Lord. Have you prospered where God has planted you? And the reason why you have is because you are a lover. Amen? And you cultivate. What good is it for Sandra? I keep using you all because this was just a setup by the Holy Spirit. I didn't know y'all was going to be here today. And the honeymoon was already in my message. (laughs) But what good is it for Sandra and Julius to be married now, after they said I do, they go home, they say nothing else to each other. It'd be like watching a silent movie. You know, no words. All you see is that hand gestures and, you know, sign language. That's the way some people's relationship is with the Holy Spirit. They don't commune with Him, they don't fellowship with Him, they don't talk to Him, or the only kind of relationship they have with Him. Is when they come to church and they hear the word of God, Amen. How can you have a successful marriage? One of the things people say when they have a successful, when you read stories about people having a successful marriage, they say it's built on what? Love, trust. That's the word I was looking for. Sandra, Center, she always had the answers. <laughs> Holy Spirit. <laughs> We talked about that one day, Sandra. That's good. Communication. Sandra will never know Julius and what he likes if Julius don't open up his mouth and tell her. Or Sandra has been so in tune with the Holy Spirit, she's observant. And she has observed what Julius likes. Oh, he don't like that. I can come over and say, Sandra, look what I bought your husband. Oh, he don't like that. Dr. McKenzie like it. Uh, yeah, but Julius don't like that. So that's for my husband, not for your husband. Sandra, guess what? I cook my famous macaroni and cheese. Oh, he's allergic to cheese. I'm like, he don't like cheese? See, I have to make sure that I know. Sandra has to make sure she knows what Julius like. And so she doesn't allow anything to come in that, that can contaminate him or hurt him. No, he breaks out. You know, some people are allergic to different things, even though, you know, Well, that's a whole other story, but just say some people are allergic to certain things. And so, like, he can't can't have that or he can't take this. So she tried to be mindful of that, right? So we have to do the same thing in our relationship with the Lord. Amen? Let me say these last couple of things and so we can uh, be done here. We partner with the Holy Spirit. And when I say partner with the Holy Spirit, remember we're co-laborers together with christ so we're co laborers together with christ then i'm trusting the holy spirit to lead me into that real relationship with christ that he will show me all things that that i should do that i should say so i'm partnering with the holy spirit so he can help me and he will make all the difference in the world so we're talking about keeping the fire burning keeping the fire burning, what will you do today to increase or keep the fire burning in your relationship with the Holy Spirit? Did you receive something from that today? Amen. I pray the Lord spoke to your heart today and bless you and encourage you with the Word of God that you go back over the notes and allow the Spirit of God to speak to you and show you what you need to do so you can keep the fire burning and your relationship with the lord amen amen we're going to get ready to receive our announcements at this time let's receive sister michelle as she comes
1: and give us our announcement
2: hallelujah good morning good morning Okay, y'all ready to go. I just want to take a few minutes to um, share some information with the men, first of all, the few that are here. But those that are here, we just want to remind you that next weekend is Father's Day. However, Rivers of Living Water, who's a a relationship that we have with Pastor Eluette or Apostle Eluette, they'll be having a gathering of God's men, the dawning of a new day. They're going to be ministering from universal to um, Palm Hotel in Fort Lauderdale next Saturday, June 15th. Tomorrow's the deadline for you to register, and so you need to call the office and let them know if you're still interested or you know someone that is, and attend this awesome um, ministry that's going to be taking place next Saturday for the men. If you have a t-shirt size, we're still doing t-shirt size again? T-shirts are being sold or being given with the $15. Okay, so part of the registration is the $15 and the T-shirt. You have to give them your size as well as filling out the um, the registration form. I don't think we have any more at this point, so you just need to call in at the office and let them know that you're interested in attending. And if you want a T-shirt, give the T-shirt size as well. Amen? We also want to take an opportunity to congratulate. We have a graduate in the house, and it is Carlton Antoine.
0: Amen. amen, amen, hallelujah.
2: If I'm not mistaken, I think he graduated from North Miami Beach Senior High. Carlton, North Miami Beach Senior Senior High, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. North Miami Beach Senior High is where he graduated from. You did that on, what, Friday? Last Tuesday, wow, okay. So last Tuesday he graduated, and at this point he's gotten a scholarship, thank God, that he will be attending Global Institute of Technology in New York. Um, thanks. Now this is a two-year college that he'll be attending, and then he hopes to go on to further his education. But his heart's desire is to be a firefighter. That's his heart's desire. So it's good to have a little technology under your belt to basically get that firefighter going on. So that's his heart's desire. That's his ambition. So we want to keep him lifted and that you will go and be an example, a disciple of Christ while you're there. Wherever you may go, know that you are a Panorama Christian Center disciple. Amen. Amen. So those are the announcements. We want to say welcome to any of our first-time visitors. Are any here today? We didn't get any cards, none. Well, we want to welcome everyone that came, and we want to say we love you. Panorama Christian Center loves you today and forevermore. Thank you.
0: Amen. That's awesome, Parker. Wow, that is so wonderful. So when are you leaving to go to New York? July 22nd? Awesome. Praise God. Amen. That's beautiful. Well, we're going to get ready to receive uh, Sister Sandra Joseph. She's going to minister to us in special music. Let's receive her. Oh, yes. No, we'll do it
1: afterwards. Yes.
0: Uh, Excuse me. Is there uh, offering envelopes? Have they been distributed? you need an offering envelope, raise your hand and the portals will come by. And at this time, again, let's receive Sandra Joseph as she come and minister to us. Amen. Amen. We want the Lord to anoint us as we go throughout our day. Amen. You know, maybe the Lord spoke to you from the message earlier before we worship the Lord and our giving. Maybe the Lord spoke to you from the message this morning, and you want to keep the fire burning in your relationship with the Lord. We want to pray with you and just stand in agreement that the Spirit of God will empower you. You will grow your passion for the Lord. That He will do what the song said deepen your hunger and deepen your thirst for Him, for more of Him. Because we have to have the right focus. And our focus must be on Him first, and then the earthly relationships will work. Amen. If that's you, we want you to stand at this time. So we want to pray with you and stand in agreement with you this morning. Amen. Father, we thank you this morning for empowering your people this morning. We thank you for deepening our hunger for you, O oh God, and deepening our thirst for more of you, God. We thank you, Lord God, that we recognize and realize that we can do nothing apart from you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we need you this morning. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for giving us a passion for more of you, not for things and not for stuff, God. We thank you, Father, that satisfaction comes from no other place or no other source except from you. And we thank you, Lord God, for deepening our thirst for you, O God. Every day, grace us to cultivate our passion for you and our love for you, O God. We thank you for showing us how to keep the fire burning on the inside of us, O God. We thank you, Father, that we would be like the ten wise virgins, O God. And we will always live in a state of readiness, in a state of being prepared for you, O oh God. And we thank you, Lord, that you will lead us, you will guide us, you will direct us as we acknowledge you and as you anoint us of treasure, O oh God. We thank you, Lord God. We acknowledge you. And we ask you, Lord God, for leading us, and we thank you for it even now. We decree and declare that it is proper and it is lawful. We thank you for a new beginning in you, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And if you believe that prayer this morning, say, Lord, I receive it. I receive it now. And it's by faith that I receive it, not by my sight, but by faith. And I call it done in Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together as you believe by faith that it is done in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, you can have your seats as the porters come by. We pass it. What's the porter on this side? Okay. Thank you, Lord. You know, God has commissioned us to go and make disciples. And when we become lovers of God, then every day we will focus on evangelism, discipleship, evangelism, discipleship, evangelism, discipleship. That's why we're here. Evangelism and discipleship. Obedience help us to keep the fire burning also. My obedience to him. Go ahead voices, you all singing. Sing. your love relationship with the lord amen so if you're responsible that means that you have to do something amen so i just want to leave you with that last thought amen pray you receive something from the word of god love on someone before you are released and dismissed god bless you we love you and we appreciate you Amen. Amen. amen amen